So, returning to Matthew, we have been working through the Gospel of Luke, and now we're going to turn over to the Gospel of Matthew. In the second chapter, and we are looking at verse 1, and we're going to read the first 12 verses. So here is a story of magi. And if you didn't know, I'm going to use the word magi. Sometimes we say wise men, sometimes we say kings. I'm going to use the word magi, because that's actually what the Bible says. And do you know that magi is where we get the word magician? That's actually kind of the root of that word. So here, we're going to hear about the magi. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem, in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, where is the one who has been born king of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose, and we have come to worship him. When King Herod heard this, he was disturbed, and all Jerusalem with him, Then he called together all the people's chief priests and teachers of the law, and he asked them where the Messiah was to be born. In in Bethlehem, in Judea, they replied, for this is what the prophet Micah has written. But you, Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, you are by no means least among the rulers of Judah, for out of you will come a ruler, who will shepherd my people, Israel. Then Herod called the Magi secretly and found out from them the exact time the star had appeared. And so Herod sent them to Bethlehem and said, go, search carefully for this child, and as soon as you find him, report back to me, so that I too may go and worship him. After they had heard the king, they went on their way. And the star they had seen when it rose went ahead of them until it stopped over the place the child was. And when they saw the star, they were overjoyed. On coming to the house, they saw the child with his mother Mary, and the magi bowed down and worshipped him. And then they opened their treasures and they presented him with gold, with frankincense, with myrrh. And then, having been warned in a dream not to go back to Herod, the Magi returned to their country by another way. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. A star rose in the night sky. It wasn't a part of any constellation. It wasn't a comet streaking across the sky. It was an unknown star that stayed in place. And those who pay attention to this sort of thing, who know the names of stars and constellations, the Magi of the East took notice. The Magi, where we get our word magician, are considered by some to be very smart teachers from an ancient place called Persia. And then, by other people, kind of not so good figures 
horoscope-writing astrologers, people that we don't want to kind of hang out with. But however we understand them, whether as magi or magicians, wise men or kings, teachers or idol-worshipping astrologers, these mysterious figures make their way into Matthew's gospel and into our nativity sets. Who at home has three figures of the magi in your nativity sets? Yes. What are they usually wearing? Can you describe the ones you have in your set? What are they wearing? Yeah, some of them, are they, are they wearing gold stuff? Are they fancier than the shepherds? Yes, they're fancier than the shepherds. Oftentimes they have really cool hats on. Mine have like crimson and blue robes. They look fancy. They kind of look like kings. They look like somebody who would have pretty awesome gifts with them. And so we find these mysterious figures, these kings or magicians, tucked into our nativity sets alongside the shepherds and the angels alongside Mary and Joseph. All because a star rose in the sky where it should not be. We don't actually know how many magi followed the star. How many do we typically say there are? Three, right, three. Matthew doesn't tell us. It could be three, it could be 12, it could be a whole caravan of magi that followed that star. We tend to think three because, well, there's three gifts, so there's a gift per magi. No one would show up giftless. So that's probably what it is, three. And the medieval church actually named them. Matthew does not name them. This is super extra. However, the medieval church said, I think these three magi need to have names. And so they named them Gaspar, Balthazar, and Melchior. I call that one Mel. It's a very hard word to say. So Gaspar, Balthazar, and Mel. And they make their way to the capital city of Israel, to the king's palace in Jerusalem, the proper place to find a king, the king's house. However many magi show up at the palace door, it is a group of people ready to meet a king. And they look the part. They're robed and carrying gold and frankincense and myrrh, and they're ready to meet someone very important. And so when they come to meet King Herod, they're searching for a new king. And they point to the star and they say, where is the king of Israel? We wish to worship him. And they pointed to the star and Herod didn't dismiss them because he knew that God's story said, that a star shall come forth from Jacob, a scepter shall rise up out of Israel. And so Herod was already the king. He did not like the idea of there being another king. And so he got a little scared, a little anxious, and he started to, to concoct a plan. He drew together all the religious experts saying, okay, so y'all talk about a Messiah. Where is this Messiah supposed to be born? And the religious experts come back to him saying, well, the prophet Micah says Bethlehem. And King Herod looks out his palace windows and he can see a speck of a village that's Bethlehem. 
a king is going to come from there. And so he returns to the Magi, keeping his scheme in mind to send the Magi out to find this rival king. And he gives them the final piece of their puzzle. Bethlehem. Go there and you will find the king you seek. Now the Magi knew the stars. They knew how to, they noticed what was supposed to be there and wasn't supposed to be there. They could read the constellations and they tried their hand at interpreting them. And here they did it correctly. They knew that a king was going to be born. But what do they need to find the king? They need help from God's story. They need the words of God's prophets. They need the words of scripture to go just from Jerusalem to the specific place where the king was born. So no matter what, how much they knew about the stars, they still needed God's story to tell them where Jesus was. And so they began their short trip from the palace to a tiny village in Bethlehem and the star appears to them again. No longer just over Jerusalem, but moving with them over Bethlehem, over a house, over the child they sought. And it says that they had joy when they saw the star again. They've been, tra- they've been traveling after the star for so long, and it appears to them again, and they with joy pick up their robes and pick up their pace and get going to find that house. And this is where a young mother has a toddler on her hip and she answers an unexpected knock at her front door to find some oddly dressed strangers at her door bearing gifts that were not on her baby registry. What do I do with these? And in that unlikely setting, under the light of the star in the sky that was not supposed to be there, The magi, the magicians, the kings, the teachers, they bow down and they worship. They worship the Son of God, they bear gifts to this king, and then the words of the prophet Isaiah are fulfilled. The nations shall come to your light, and kings to the brightness of your rising. All because a star rose in the night sky where it should not be. We make a lot about the Magi's gifts, don't we? You know the names. We don't know the names of the Magi. It's really not Gaspar and Balthazar and Melchior. But we know that the the Magi brought gold and, yeah. So when I thought about this text for this morning, We have just come out of Advent talking about the gifts of Advent, the gifts that God gives us. I'm like, oh, okay. When we come to this story, we are going to talk about the gifts we give back to Jesus. What is our gold, frankincense and myrrh? What are the gifts that we give back to Jesus at this time of year or in our lives in general? But the Magi's gifts, they're they're not the primary gift in this story. It's the gift of a star. 
It's not about what the Magi bring, but it's about how they are led. Their offerings, their gifts, though meaningful, and there's some beauty we can, we can bring out in that, it's a star. A star that rose in the night sky where it should not be. A star given by the makers of heaven, the maker of heaven as a sign to those who are far off. A star that would draw those who really shouldn't be at the crib of the Son of God to search for a king. God gave the gift of the star to the Magi. A gift in a language they knew. A gift that led them, outsiders and foreigners, into the presence of Jesus. And in that way, God's gift of the star points us to the goodness of our God who loves us. The star points us to to God's abundant generosity in his good gifts to us. A star that points us to God's faithfulness to the promises made in scripture. And the star points us to God's grace in reaching out to those who are far away and those who are near. Those we think should be invited and those that we don't. And so may we all, like the Magi, have the eyes to notice the gifts of God around us. May we pay attention to the surprising but always faithful ways that God invites us and draws us into the presence of Jesus. No matter how busy or messy or loud our lives can be. And may we all, young and old, bow down and worship, offering our gifts in response to God's good ones, but offering our gifts in response to the greatest gift of all, the star of Jacob, the king promised, the child given, the light of the world. And may we and all those who are both near and far off be drawn by the warmth and the brightness of his rising. Did you receive a star when you came in? Do you have your star? I've got mine. Yes. Okay. What's on the star? Just like not your specific one. What's on the star? A word. There is all, each of these stars has a unique word. There's no repeats in all the stars given out. That word on there is just for you. And it's an invitation to notice and to pay attention. So the star is a gift. Maybe when you looked, you kind of saw like, I like that word more than others, okay? So I took, like, you're supposed to not be able to do that, but that's okay. Each star is a word given to you. And it comes with an invitation. Sometimes we need help noticing the way that God is present in our lives. And so here's a word to help you ponder, reflect, and wonder what God is doing in your life right now. You may look at your word and go, I have no idea how this connects. I don't even know what this word means. So investigate. 
be like the Magi, wonder, journey, study, research, and figure out what this word can mean for you where you're at and how it might point to the way God is at work in your life. And just like the Magi needed God's story in order to discern where to find Jesus, take this word and see how it connects to God's story. What stories or characters or moments in scripture are you drawn to? Does this make you think about? And use this as a way to notice, to be drawn into the presence of Jesus. It's your star gift and something to travel with. Maybe as a family, especially if you have little ones who might not be readers yet, tell them about the word. You're amazed at the connections they can make. So enjoy this around your table tonight. Travel with this this week or for this month. Or, as the practice is, you actually travel with this word for a year and see how it helps you notice God at work in your life. People of God, let's stand, and we have a responsive prayer together. So we do this together. We are seekers, just like the Magi. We are looking for hope, for peace, for joy, for love, and so much more that Christ brings. We long for the abundant life that God promises. May this star word be one of encouragement to you to seek God's will and God's direction in our lives this coming year. May we pay attention to where God is already present. May God lead us closer to Jesus as God gave the star to the Magi to lead them to Jesus, the light of the world. The light of God, lead us closer.